This is Four Network. Credo is the daft of the Football Daft podcast. Is that a good story? Is that a good story? I've got an encyclopedia brain. He's got a damn man nothing. <laughs> Fuck's sake. Why are you a fucking hula? <laughs> this is Football Daft. You're a Rangers man. Aye. I'm a Hearts man. <laughs> With Ewan Cameron. I work for Showtime in ESPN. <laughs> and... It's the Football Dad Podcast with Ewan and Grado. It's episode 16 and what a show we've got lined up for you today. Tam Cowan uh, from Off The Ball will be here and we've got a brilliant Who Are You guest. Somebody that you upset. <laughs> I mean, you upset a lot of people on the show. But no, somebody, really. you've upset somebody. Oh, no. They contact me and says, I want to come on the show and I want to confront Grado. I says, well, what we'll do is we'll blindfold him and let's see if he can identify who you are. Is there going to be a scrap in here? It could well be a scrap. Well, scrap. I've got the leotard on underneath. <laughs> you never know when a match might break out, you. And we've also got Ian Emerson from the famous Tartan Army magazine on the show as well. So it's a jam-packed show. But the first thing that we're going to do today, just like last week. Now, do you remember last week? Oh, no. We talked about Darren Jackson and how he likes to say the word. Listen. <laughs> yeah. And we, we put a compilation together of right. all the times that Darren Jackson said the word listen when we interviewed him a couple of weeks ago. Hilarious. Last week on the show, who did we have? Ian Durant. And the song is? He's blue. He's white. He's fucking dead, mate. Ian Durant. You love him. I love Ian Durant. You love, it, was you, my, it was my favourite interview. I was delighted. Punters have been in contact with the show again. Do you know what? I've noticed a wee bit this one. Have you seen it on Twitter? Well, why didn't they pick up on it during the show? I never picked up on it. So many people on social media said, you think Darren Jackson is bad saying the word listen every two seconds? Wait until you listen back to Ian Durant's interview because his word of choice is now. (laughs) Apparently, he says now way more than Darren Jackson says the word listen. It's also been pointed out to me that Ian Durant says the word now when it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> <laughs> when he's meant to be saying the word then, he says now. <laughs> so like Darren Jackson last week, oh. guess what we've done? Oh, we've you've told, me that We have. Oh, do you know what? Folk are going to be feared to come on this programme because they're going to get ripped. <laughs> but it's no mass. It's the punters well, listening. Well, it's true. Aye, aye. So, right, um, okay. so this is for the punters who pointed this out. Here is... We're not even anywhere close to putting all the nows into this compilation. Seriously. We'd be here all day. All day. So here's just a wee compilation of all the times that Ian Durant said the word now that you guys listening pointed out. Let's have a listen. Now, that could have gone on for absolutely ages. Can we just, before before we get, we did a remix of it, but before we do, <laughs> oh, the, before no, we do the remix of it, can we just hear that again, please, right. uh, producer John? <laughs> and the <laughs> Ingerad oh, saying no. the word now. I need to get my heads up about this. No, 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 Right. And that's not us putting the same nows back to back. Those were different op- times in the interview when he said the word now. So um, producer John came up with an idea. What could we do with these 
um, these nows that Ian Durant keeps saying, we can mix it with a song. And what song should we mix it with? We've picked the perfect song. So this is Ian Durant featuring Two Unlimited. No, 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 Super, man. Try it here again. I did get it back on go. No, 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 Now it's time for strip for Grado. Grado wants your football strips. Keep sending them in. We'd love to hear from you. We'd love to get your strips. What you got today, Grado? Yep, I uh-huh. today. First of all, I still want to apologise to the football union player. I've still not sent your tap back yet. Yeah, I know you keep messaging you me. You kept that for four weeks. I know, mate. I know. I know. I know. He wanted that back for that weekend's Again, game. He wanted a special delivery. I know. I'm uh, it's, honestly. I'm going. I'll get. Uh, what's the boy's name again? <laughs> you don't even know his name. I'm apologising. Right, honestly, Dennis. I'll get it sent up to you straight away. Is it right, Dennis? Uh, no. Uh, so <laughs> strip for Grado this week. This week. This strip comes from Alan Muir and all the boys at Law Community AFC who are a Saturday morning amateur team. They play at the Strathclyde Evangelical Church's Premier Division. They've said that their strip sponsor, Calibar, have just opened a restaurant next door called Fat Yankees. And that, hey, me and you are uh, welcome for a feed. Is that what they've said? That's what they've said, aye, aye, aye. So it's a red kappa. I like the kappa ones. Bit tight for there. you. But that's for me to say, you, you prick. <laughs> <laughs> but I agree, did he? The fucking the, the man diddies are uh, a wee bit too. They protrude too much with the kappa taps. But uh, thank you. If guys. you want to strip it, send a strip in. Just tweet us at Football Daft Pod or get us get us on Facebook at Football Daft Troops. I've got a power attack. These have sent me. We'll get through them. Um, the Falkirk fan. I know you're listening. In, eventually, we'll get your. And um, if, if, if you've got a strip that's made by Puma or Kappa, Grado doesn't want them because they're too tight for them. Or at least send them in treble XL. <laughs> Grado's rant. It's rant time now, and um, I was going to have a little rant about Scotland and the performance against Belgium and Russia, but I'm going to leave that little chat with Tam Cowan when he's here, and also when we speak to Ian Emerson from the famous Tartan Army magazine. So, Grado, again, my friend, it's over to you. What would you oh. like to rant about this week? Done a programme called Des Doesn't Do. I took Des uh, and in the middle of nowhere. Des who? Des Clark. Des, Des Clark. It was on BBC Scotland, right? Yep. Where I had to persuade um, Des that the great outdoors was as great as it was. So I, t- I attain him uh, shopping to go camping overnight, 24 hours, in the middle of nowhere. You and I'm talking no signal, no toilets. It was cold. It was freezing. We're in the middle of nowhere, man. Um, I had to stay your night with him in this tent. Were you camping? That. Proper camping. camping? I was camping, right? <laughs> 
<laughs> Your impression of me is awful. No, it's not. It's really bad. It's really bad. <laughs> really bad. Anyway, so it's not like pretend TV or Grado's camping, but really, when the cameras are off, you go to the hotel. No, 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 no. Do you know that we're going to do that? The deal was that we're going to have Des to be left, and I was going to go back to the hotel, and he was going to stay out. But in the last kick of the bottom, went, Grado, do you mind staying overnight? And I went, I suppose I'm fucking off there. <laughs> right, so anyway, I done on. it, I done it, right? And uh, we stayed the night, and actually it was good. Me and Des going well. We both liked wrestling. We chatted a lot of rubbish. It was good. Um, show done well. Um, the last scene is a big shot of the drone, right? Going away for the campsite, and me and him are walking together, and we, we lead the tents up. See the amount of tweets I got? And a woman even in Greg's yesterday says, that was a disgrace. He's left the tents up. That's a, a common thing that's happened. Folk lean their tents up in the wilderness. Do you think we left the tents here? Do you think we fucking left the tents here? Because I can assure you we never. I can assure you that I packed up the tents, humped them a mile and a half back to a snidey wee van with everything in it, with all the sleeping bags, all the tent shit, humped it for an hour and a half, and I'm getting tweets telling me that I'm a fucking disgrace because I never cleaned up after me. I fucking did. I walked a mile and a half. And I never get paid any more money for it. They should have got more money for people to come and help us, but no, we had a camera guy, a sound guy, and me and Des, and we humped all that shit back, and now I'm getting complaints, I'm getting stopped in Greg's, that apparently I'm fucking up all the wilderness and the environment and all this. The only thing that I day rang is I'm shit at putting stuff in the rang bins and I clean my hoop with baby wipes. I'm sorry, I'm sorry if I kill a dolphin or two, I'm sorry if I kill a whale or two, but I wrapped up that campsite and I turned it back to the van, I didn't leave it. It's entertainment, it's a, it's a show, it was a good shot, it was a good shot. I can't got a fucking sausage and bean pasty without being stopped and getting tilt. About you killing the planet? Aye. How many dolphins have you killed? Probably a fair four or five. <laughs> It's the Football Daft Podcast with Ewan and Grado, episode 16, Tam Cowan still to come on the show. And we've also got a fantastic Who Are You guest. But first, Grado, do you ever do that thing where you're at home watching the telly or Netflix, etc., 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 and you go to the fridge for a snack or a cold beer or whatever, mm-hmm. and you've run out? It's a bit uh, of a nightmare, isn't it? Oh, I hate it, man. Sitting there in my breaks watching Gemma Collins. A lot of folk don't like I've got a lot of time for her. There was only five episodes in that series. I wish it was meant to be honest with you. A lot of folk hate her. I think they're quite entertaining. You watch Gemma Collins? Love her. Well, Grado, next time you find yourself in that situation, I've got the answer for you. Right? <laughs> you got so, an answer you're, for so you're never left short again. And if you are left short... Because I hate getting trackies on and... Coming out exactly, of the exactly. Jumping in the motor to go to the garage because they end up buying fags. You need a delivery snappy, don't you? And you want that delivery as quickly as possible. Uh, you need the Snappy Shopper app. Tell me more. I'm going to tell you more. It's a quick way to order beer, wine, food, snacks, toiletries. Baby wipes from a hoop. Baby wipes, baby wipes. Yeah, yeah baby wipes, yeah. Uh, and you'll get it delivered from convenience store to your door in under an hour. You get whatever you want in under see, an hour. That is. 
Oh no! You don't need to get out the I'm house. I'm gonna use this all the time. <laughs> um, so even toilet roll grado because we, you do have a bowel problem. Yes, you've got IBS. IBS. Yes. So if you if you've run out of toilet roll and you can't be bothered leaving the house to go get some new toilet roll. You need to get in contact with the Snappy Shopper app. They will deliver it to your house. Tidy. They've launched this in Renfrew and in Dundee. And the good news is it's going to be Scotland-wide really soon. And all you need to do is download the Snappy Shopper app from the App Store or Google Play. And you can get more info at snappyshopper.co.uk. Can't wait for my first order. Trifles, baby wipes, Yorkies, Tatty Crisp, Naps, McGee's Pies. Did I say trifles? You did. The full lot is coming to Casa del Grado. But not only that, for football daft listeners in the Renfrew area, mm-hmm. you can get £5 off when you spend £15 with Snappy Shopper using the promo code SPAR15. That's SPAR15. All one word. SPAR15. Download the Snappy Shopper app now. 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 It's the Football Daft Podcast with Ewan and Grado. It's the day after the night before there was a shambles. It was Scotland losing 4-0 at Hamden to Belgium. Yes, they're the world's greatest team. They're the number one ranked team on the planet. But um, I think I'm more upset at the way that we lost to Russia on Friday night. So two um, defeats. It looks like the European Championship qualifying campaign is over in regards to the group stages. But we've still got a wee chance when it comes to the Nations League playoff semi-final, which is in March. And we're delighted to have on the line with us Ian Emerson, famous Tartan Army magazine. Are you the editor? I'm the editor of the world-famous... Tartan Army Magazine. I'll get that up there. That's so a good plug. And, and Ian, we have um, known each other for a, a number of years. We've spent uh, quite a few um, nights out um, all over Europe following Scotland. We won't talk about that. What goes on tour stays on tour. Correct. I won't say a word if you don't. Correct. That's it. Your secret safe with me, mate. Um, <laughs> let, let's talk about Scotland. I am of the opinion that we've got a squad of players that are good enough to compete and we're not competing. No, you're right. And um, funny as you say that, in the latest issue of the magazine, we focused on that, the players, the interest in the English leagues and the Scottish players and the amount of money, you know, Tierney, obviously, um, who are played in England and performing in England, that it was, we were actually trying to be optimistic before these two games that came up. And, you know, I was of the same opinion, but it's really difficult the day after um, getting hammered, basically, and losing both games to kind of be to think maybe we're getting carried away. Maybe they're thinking they're better. The players were better than they actually are. I'm kind of changing my opinion only because of the way we played the last two games. Right. I know you're, you're suggesting it was uh, Clark's fault, but... Uh, see, so now, now Ewan um, <laughs> on Twitter last night and again a day, he is saying, well, he, you're basically saying Ewan time's up for Steve Clark. I, 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 what, Which what, I find what, absolutely astounding. What, what gets me, Ian, and this is my issue with it, right? Whenever a new manager walks into a national team or into a club job, you get a wee bump. Or if you don't get that wee bump, you can see signs of progress. You can see a wee light at a ton. You can see what we're trying to do. I don't see anything that was any different than Alex McLeish. Even when we scored first and Friday. Doesn't matter. I, I, for, forget the first 10 minutes. Okay. Those four games have been shambolic. We were lucky to get away with a 2-1 win against Cyprus in the last minute, thanks to Oliver Burke, who can't get a game for West Brom. Mm. Do you know what I'm getting at? So I, where, what's going on? Yeah, I, I totally agree. And, um, you know, I put on the Facebook this morning, can anyone see a glimmer of hope? And, like, all the comments are no. And it's really, very rarely you come away thinking, you know, if so-and-so was playing or so-and-so, if we're down in squad, 
the fact is, we come away from these four games, as you say, I'd hoped the last two games, you know, we could have stepped it up a bit, but you're right, and it's it's really depressing. But I still think Steve Clark should be given time yeah. and build towards and use these following games. The Russia game is obviously going to be difficult, but the following three after that to build towards the qualifier games in March. And I can't see how a manager can do what he did with Kamarnock and not be able to do it with Scotland. Ian, how is the majority of the reaction? Is it, are they on you inside? Are they calling for Steve Clark's head or is the majority that, right, it's a couple of shady results, but we need to stick by Steve Clark, we need to give him time. What's, what's the overall opinion? I think the majority is we've got to stay with him, we've got yep. to stick with him. I, I was shouting for him uh, some time ago when Strachan yep. left. I thought Steve Clark was the best man for the job and then I thought McLeish, um, he shouldn't have been given the job, but I don't think that was a good appointment. But as you say, that the we don't seem to have improved any, and that is the worrying, the worrying point. What depresses me is now Ewan is saying that you know if we don't qualify or if we don't if we continue to have these bad running results, he wants another manager. Now I feel that this is absolute groundhog day with Scotland. <laughs> I'm fed up with trying to come up with should we go back? Should we go to Moyes? Should we get this guy? We need to stick by a manager and let him have time, give him time and trying to create a squad. I think Ewan is jumping the gun. I know it's a couple of shady results, but I just believe he's overreacting here. It's probably two problems. One, the players aren't good enough. And two... I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Ian, but that's BS. Ian, that's BS. I don't believe that for a second because, for, in my opinion, we've got a better standard of player who are playing at a better standard of football. I'd agree with that. So do you blame the manager for that, then? So yes. I'd... You think a different manager could make these players play better? Right? Something's fundamentally wrong. And I think the tactics are wrong as well. Why are we playing Stephen O'Donnell and um, Andy Robertson against Russia, against Belgium, as if we're Liverpool or Man City? The, the yeah, fullbacks are so wide and high up that pitch that yeah. we're exposing the two centre-backs. The tactics were absolutely crazy. <laughs> yeah, I've got to agree with that. The minute they went upfield or left wide open at the yeah. back. But... I mean, I like Gordon Strachan, and Strachan made his mistakes as well, but I think he near nearer the end, he was doing outstanding for Scotland. He was. So, if you give Steve Clark the time to try and mould his team and get his tactics, I mean, he's played, you know, one of the, well, the best team in the world. You know, that's a hard learning curve. Mate, mate, we played Italy, and we played France, and we played Germany, who were coming yeah. to Hamden as European champions, as World Cup winners, and we were beating them or drawing with them. And we weren't getting thumped 4 <laughs> and 5 nil. This is what's happening to us on a regular basis. That's my issue. If I could see that there was some light at the end of the tunnel, some progress, or a fight and desire for that blue jersey, me and you wouldn't be having this conversation right now. We've yeah. lost all fight and desire for that blue jersey. But do you think a change of manager will make that different for the I'm, players? Well, listen, I, I, there's no bump. There's no bump. There's 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 no progress. There's no difference to when Alex McLeish was in charge against Kazakhstan. Ian, do you think there's an issue with some players no having that desire that there was there 20-odd years ago to pull on that jersey? Do you think there's an issue with players that maybe see playing for the national team as a hindrance rather than an accomplishment? The be-all and end-all. Do you know what I mean? I know what you're saying. Do you think there is that I sort think, of I think, element? There's a, I think there's a hint of that. Do you think that, Ian? I think definitely, because... And it's depressing, the, the man. It's floating about these players are getting an absolute fortune for playing football. Yep. And for yeah. them... I don't think the passion is there for some of the players. But I definitely don't think it is. In the days of Billy Brennan, Dennis Ward, all these players. You're, 
you're saying these players, but you've got to remember, right, we've got players that are 20, 21, 22, that are no used to seeing Scotland at the, the, the major tournaments. So they've yeah. no had a taster, Brazil 98. <coughs> they've no had a taster. You Euro know, 96. Aye, they yeah. don't, that's no built into them as much as what the players 20 years were. And I think that's an issue as well. They've grew up through the Hartley era. You know, the, the, the players playing, um, what do you call them, that missed the, the sitter there, the action is brilliant, you and you and, what do you call yeah, them? Chris Alawumu. Chris Ab yeah. that's, that's, that, that, that's ingrained into them compared to players back in the day who well, we grew up with. Aye. Yeah, aye. Um, I'm going to ask you one final question before I let you go. So I agree with you. Let's give Stevie Clark uh, the opportunity with these next four games to, to build a team that <laughs> can then... then can... change your opinion. Right? For fuck's sake. You're with no, 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 What I mean is, what I mean is, I agree with you. I'm okay. Right, that, okay. That, that's, that's, the, that's what people believe. Okay, let's go with that. Right. Let's go with what you're suggesting, right? Let's give Stevie Clark these next four games, right? The qualification process through the groups has gone. So let's use these four games to prepare for the playoff semi-final against Bulgaria or Finland in March. My question to you is this, Ian. When we get to the Nations League semi-final at Hamden and we don't get out of it and we don't get to European Championships or we don't even get to the final, does Steve Clark keep his job? I've got to, you've got to assess it by how we played and who we played against and how the performance... It's, it's going to be, the by, 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 the, by the looks of it, it will be Bulgaria at Hamden in the semi-final, then likely Serbia in the final. If we're not beating them and getting to the final, he needs to lose his job. Uh, I, I don't think you can say that until the games have been played and seen. Yeah, you can. I'm telling you, if we if we don't get to the European Championships through the back door, Steve Clark well, no, has to go. For, it's a disgrace for Scotland if we don't do it. But right. you've got to take it into how is he done? How's he performed? How's the players coming on? What's the development like? Is it right. you know? And it's it's not just the national team. It goes deeper than that, obviously, with the whole structure that we're not producing the players. It's been happening for. Too long now. It's just depressing, um, isn't it? <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. Give it. I can't say sack a minute we don't qualify. Ian, yeah, do you know what? It's harder not to qualify, qualify yet. We're going to end up doing it. I know we need to. We need, we need to change the rules. We need to change the rules a bit more and let more teams in and more. You know, <laughs> bend it. Just let. Just change the rules so Scotland can qualify. Just, just let us in. And, and just, just Scotland another wee reminder of how bad it is. We're second we bottom. We only San Marino below us. That's how bad and that's how far we've gone backwards. You get me depressed. I was feeling Oh, <laughs> tell me about it. I've got to part with this guy every week, mate. <laughs> no, but it is, you know what? It's a struggle being a Scotland fan. As I say, I'm going to put my hand up, man. It gets, it gets hard for me to watch international games. And I, and I can't... There's only 25,000 there. I know, but that's what I'm saying. And we're talking about it as well. It's a totally different subject, and we could go away and talk about it for another half an hour, but the ticket prices and the structure of the tickets yeah. is, a, is a shambles for me. And rugby's filling up. Rugby's filling Correct. up stadiums. Well, that's a little, you know where that is? It's because you can get a baby. <laughs> that's another debate yeah, for another day uh, Ian Emerson from the famous Tartan Army magazine it's been an absolute yeah, pleasure guys. speaking to you mate I'll let you get back to work well, there we go. thanks <laughs> for coming on hey cheers Ian my man <laughs> cheers Ian all bye, the best bye, mate cheers bud it's a football daft podcast with Ewan and Grado and it's a feature that you love and wanted us to bring back it's who are you where we have a mystery guest in the studio and all Grado has to do a blindfolded Grado is to figure out who the mystery guest is and today's mystery guest is a fullback 
at Partick Thistle Football Club. Now, those of you who are a regular listener to the podcast will know that we discussed this a couple of weeks ago when talking about Partick Thistle's a great win against Ross County in the Cup. Uh, winning by three goals to two. And one of the goals that was scored in that game, the winning goal, was from their fullback, James Penrice. And James Penrice is in the studio with me today. Hello, James. Hello. You are 20. I'm 20. You're uh, young and uh, you're a footballer at Partick Thistle. You scored an amazing goal against Ross County for the winning goal. And um, when I mentioned that, then I happened to say that I was friends with your mum, Teresa. And then Grado laughed. Yeah. And um, and and you you thought he disrespected your mum? Just a wee bit. So see when um, see when you um, heard it and you went into training. How what what what, what happened? Just the kind of the boys were talking about it, and it's, it's no nice to hear your mum on the podcast <laughs> or people talking about your mum. So um, and Gredo was looking at pictures of your mum as well. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> There's a line crossed right there. <laughs> wow. That is not on that. I'm not happy with that. <laughs> no, thank you. Not happy with that. Uh, how long have you been at Partick or so? I've been at Partick for five years. Oh, you've been there. So you've been there most of your football career then, have yeah, you? Yeah. So I when did you break into the first team? Um, I made my debut when I was 17. Wow. Yeah, and then had two loan spells and came back. And I played every game last season, so... And, and and there's uh, there's there's quite a bit of talk around you, Mr. Penrice. Are you aware of the talk that's about you just now? No. How good you could be and where you might end up and what might happen with you in the future? Yeah. Do you, do you buy into any of the talk and the rumours and all the bits and pieces that are flying about about how good you are and how well you're developing? Nah, it's just um, game by game. That's what. Are, it you, is. are you enjoying yourself at Partick Thistle? It's brilliant. Do you want do you want to do you want to move? Nah, I'm nah. just um, I'm happy just playing football and I just want to develop. Hearts need a fullback. They do, they do indeed, yeah. I think the boy the boy Hickey's um Hickey's doing all right, he's aye. doing very well, yeah, so yeah. He's um he's a good player, him. Yeah. I'm just just putting it out there. Just <laughs> bit of advertising there. Put, put, you, put you on the spot there, mate. Hearts <laughs> are looking for a fullback. No, I think um the boy Hickey's doing well, so you could be you could you and Hickey could um Wallace Papach, something like that. Aye, aye, aye. Uh, aye. Something like that. Yeah. Uh, You're Rangers man? I'm Rangers, yeah. Oh, I, I, that was when I was younger though, I don't I don't really support now, because I can't really go into the games, but um, I was when I was younger. Well, Grado will be delighted to hear that you're, 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 you used to be a Rangers fan, um, but you're not happy with him, are you? No, not no, at all. No. What, what, what's your plans while you're here? I don't know, maybe have a wee talk with him, sit him down, <laughs> see what's happening. First of all, I want to see, I don't, I'm not happy with these photos that are getting shown. That is, that's a step too far. I it was, it was, he, he just went, as you do, I mean, I'm sure you've done it as well, James. You go and you Facebook stalk. Okay. okay, and and you, you, have you done that? You must have people that you've heard of or that you know. You would um, you not people's mums though. <laughs> that might be a step too far. <laughs> don't know that mate. That is definitely crossed the line. So, right. So, shall, shall we get Grado in here? Definitely. All right then. Are you ready to do this? Yep. Let's see how long it takes Grado to identify who you are. James Penrice, left back for Partick Thistle, is our Who Are You guest today. Unfortunately, his mum can't be here because she's away training at the fire service. That's lucky for Grado. Because <laughs> she would have battled Grado. <laughs> right, let's get Grado in here. It's the Football Daft Podcast with Ewan and Grado. Now, Grado is back in the studio. He is blindfolded. He now needs to try and identify our mystery guest today. Uh, first things first, unlike last week when Ian Crocker was on FaceTime, this week the mystery guest is in the studio with us today, uh, Grado. Yeah. Uh, so, as always, the first thing you have to do is lean into the mystery guest 
and have a smell. Lean in, mystery guest, so that you can get into your neck. I get nothing. No, it's just normalness. Normal? No, nor, normalness? Just normalness. Normal. This person smells normal. What does normal smell like, Grado? I don't smell it unless it's, as I say, it's the... Don't make excuses. What's normal? I fucking don't smell something. Does it smell nothing? I don't smell nothing. So, so, does it smell like the wash? Does it smell like nah, the... Nah, it doesn't smell like... Anything. <laughs> it doesn't smell like frozen chips. It doesn't smell like fucking... Anything. Nothing. Right, do you want to uh, take a hold of the mystery guest hands, please, my man? Oh, you're bound. Oh, is it a guy? Is it a woman? I don't even know. Oh, big horns. Male or female? Uh, so I'm going for I'm going for male. Uh, I want to touch there. I yeah, you to can touch there. there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. See, it is a male. You're right. Do you think the male is young? Do you think the male's oh, old? Sex pack. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, the fucking sex pack. That's a sex pack. Oh, it's a six-pack. So, so, so you, you say it's a male, and the male works out clearly. Clearly works out. Are you impressed by his physique? Well, do you know what? A couple of times I've said before, oh, this guy works out, and all that, and they take him off, and I'm really not that big, like that Colin Clow guy. I was going on as if he was like a big bodybuilder, but really he was built like a toothpick, you know what I mean? But this is, uh, I don't... Uh, How old? Uh, 20s. 20s? Uh, put a number on it. 25. How old are you? 20. 20. Now, you, now, now that you've identified it's a male and it's a young male, Gredo, you can now ask this male any question you like. Do you play like. football? Do you play football? Yes. David Templeton. Age <laughs> <laughs> 20. Age 20. David Templeton. Do you play in the SPFL? No. Did you play in the SPFL? A couple of seasons ago. What happened? <laughs> The playoffs. Did you play for my favourite team? No. Are you chewing chewing gum because I can fucking hear it in the air? <laughs> yes. Could you stop chewing the chewing gum? No. <laughs> I don't like you. <laughs> I don't like you either. <laughs> Did he say he likes me as well? No, he doesn't like you. He's got beef with you. Why? Beef. Proper beef. Why in uh, thing when? No, don't. Why did you put emphasis on the word beef? You try to cut my fat. <laughs> <laughs> Were they two scrubbies? Subways you just scrummed. <laughs> uh, it was one. I've got three to go, man. <laughs> right, so he's, he's, he's got a wee bit of beef with you, which right, is why okay. he's here. Oh no! He is a footballer. He does play in um, in Scottish football. <gasps> so um, any other questions we ask on his football career? Oh, well, I want to know why he's got beef with me. Well, you'll find out who once you figure out who it is. Once you figure out who it is... I can't get his chuggy... He's chewing this chuggy too loud for me. He's <laughs> putting me off. <laughs> um... You prick. <laughs> <laughs> He's a gallus we shake by the way. The, it's not the Fort William football player that sent the tap because I've still not sent that tap. Nah, back it's yet. nothing to do with Fort William, that. <laughs> right. So he's think? 20 year old. He's 20 year old. He's, have you played um, all the games this season? Not this last season, I did. Played all the games last season. Last season. Right. And Do you play for Arbroath? <laughs> no, he plays no. at a much better level than that. Partick Fissel? Yes. <sighs> I've had a Partick Fissel player. <laughs> 
<laughs> what have I done at a party? Fizzle player, I don't remember at all. I have no idea what I've done at a party, Fizzle player. <laughs> you should remember. Oh, is this the guy with the tidy mop? Oh my god! <laughs> hey, hey, there's a line cross there. That is not, no, no chance. You can't say that. <laughs> Mate, I'm sorry, I can't remember your name, but all I know is your mom's unugly. <laughs> Well, what else do you want me to say, mate? Come on, I'm doing. You're obviously offended if I call her tidy, so your mum is unugly. <laughs> you can't, you can't say that. How can I know? Right, I, I don't remember his name. I don't remember his name, mate. Uh, it's uh, James Penrose. James, how you doing, mate? Is your mum here? <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant, man. Brilliant, 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 That was good. Do you know what? I dread doing these every week, but every week I end up getting a smile on my face, man. That's quality, man. So, how does your mom know you and Cameron? For ages ago, it really? just, uh, was it? Real radio real days. Radio, real radio, real radio. We did, um, the what age are you? I'm 20. How's Kenny Miller, by the way? Good player. Aye. Good player. Is he good to have in the... In the Aye. Aye. He, knows, he knows absolutely everything. Is he? That's well, amazing, man. Yeah, what do you play? What, what position do you play? I play There you yeah. Brilliant. Aye. Um, so, um, um, he was a wee bit upset <laughs> that you were looking at pictures of his mum uh, a couple of weeks ago on the show. Mm. I didn't actually know you were looking at pictures. I just thought you know who she was. <laughs> Well, I'm, I'm, I didn't know I'm there was pictures getting brandished about in my mum. Have you been? <laughs> and I am not happy with that. <laughs> <laughs> I am not. Have you get no, Have you been getting noised up about this? I have been getting a wee bit in training. Oh, <laughs> listen, man. So sorry. Luke. It's fine. It's I'm fine. so sorry. I don't know if there's any way I can. Maybe can get you wrestling tickets. <laughs> I don't know if there's any I can do that, mate. I don't know. Me, mum, get, me and my mum can go. Eh? Aye, 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 aye. Bring, bring him up. <laughs> Do you, I mean, just, bec- I mean, you heard what Grado said a couple of weeks ago and he, he just heard him say there, oh, is that the guy with the tidy mum? Mm. <laughs> you must, do you get a bit of that? Do you I, hear that a lot? I prefer and- not to talk about that. No, well, I mean, your mum's a good looking woman. Well, wow. No, here. It's no me, you should be wanting to beat him up, it should be you. What? Come on, change the subject, come on. What would, he's feeling uncomfortable. Let's ask him about his fitbit career now. What would go on and get there, but the reason he's here is because of what you said about his mum. To be fair, that is the reason. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what do you want to say, Grado, by the way, in regards to the show a couple of weeks ago? I was kind of looking for an apology. I, I, as I came here, I wasn't... I wasn't sure what was really said behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. Found out that there's photos being brand just about now. And if well, both no of like to go worry. outside, we can both go outside. <laughs> I am alright with that. Listen to me, man, there's no scuds or anything like that. So just pretty oh, normal. Come on. Oh. Hey, come on. <laughs> well, you're fine, you're fine, you're fine, you're fine, you're fine. And do you know what? I mean, I, I've been friends with you for a number of years and, I, and I've, I've, I've been kind of like, I've heard about your football <laughs> career. That doesn't even sound good, does it? <laughs> no, I, it does, not mate. Actually, you you actually look about like you. <laughs> what? My dad will be happy with that. <laughs> Hold on a wee second, right? Hold on a wee second. I'm not... a mega left turn, isn't it? <laughs> I, I've not known Teresa long enough to be his dad. Right, okay. Right, right. Um, let's talk about your football career. As, you, as Greg just p- p- pointed out there, you're in a great dressing room. You've got a former Kenny. Scotland striker and you've got a former Scotland defender as your manager. Um, what are you hoping to achieve this season? We... Want to go as high as we can in the league, and we want to get playoffs. Surely must be a target. Yeah, def- definitely, that's 
probably the least. Mm-hmm. Um, we've not started up brilliant, but um, playoffs are more. We can more than do that. Do you think that um, last year's experience of nearly being relegated, and once you get the first few games of the season, hold you in good stead going forward? Yeah, I think um, that was that was kind of a shock for me because I didn't really play when we got uh, went through the playoffs. I was on, I was out in loan. Uh, Livingston, uh, yeah. and then Livingston put us in the playoffs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but playing that full season because the way we started the season last season, we thought, "Oh, we're gonna have a chance just to go straight back up." And yeah. then, kind of around Christmas, it didn't really work out. We ended up battling down the bottom, but it was. I never want to be in that kind of position again. And is it horrible? Is yeah, it when you when yeah. you've got the opportunity to be relegated to League One? Yeah. Was that just like the that's pressure that, and everything? That's not even that's like people losing jobs because the club oh, it's a course. massive club. Yep, yeah. people it's a massive losing club. jobs. So do you feel that weight of pressure on your shoulders, knowing that people that you are in that club with, who like would be the tea lady, whoever may be working behind the scenes, could lose their job? Oh, yeah. You've got to do you feel for that? Them. You've, you've got, got to, to you've got to work for everyone in the club. That's yeah. it's not you. It's not just eleven players that play on the pitch; it's the full club, and that's. So, were you made aware of that? That if we don't get out of this situation, if we don't stay in the championship, people will lose their jobs. Yeah, uh, Gary Cordell said that. He said, "You just don't realise that it's not just you who's affected. Like, even if you go down to League One, you might never come back to League One. Like, yeah, it's my career as well. That's a relegation on my career. Yeah, Uh and everyone else associated with the club that would it would dent them, and um, you definitely feel that and. That kind of helps so, us. So I know we keep going on about Kenny, but has he really been a real buzz to come in the dressing room and give experience and taking people aside? Has it give that? Has it given the, the dressing room a bit of a boost? Aye, definitely. definitely. He's, um, he knows so much about the game, and mm-hmm. even if he's he's already managed the managed at Livingston, and um, aye, even like after training, he'll take boys and he'll work on things, and even like on the pitch, he'll, he'll let you know, and he's he's coaching aye. on the pitch as well, which which is good for the boys and. He's been a massive help, and obviously he's chipping in with the goals as well. I, I read a story about Kenny Miller and you, and it was <laughs> the, um, the 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 free kick against Ross County. Yeah. You and Kenny Miller were stood over the free kick. Are you good? And you said, I want this. Aye. And, Aye. and Kenny Miller went, all right, away you go, wee man. Now, you'd think that someone in that senior position would be going, oh, you're only a 20-year-old mm. laddie. It's a big moment in the game. This could be the winning goal for us. So you're, you're standing over that free kick, you and Kenny. What's that conversation you're having? He just kind of, we, we were shaping up and there was three of us over the, the free kick at the start and he ended up pushing one of the boys away and said, we'll talk about this. And the boy just walked away. And then <laughs> we, he spoke to me, he said, what do you think? And I was like, I'm, I can get this in. And he was like, are you sure? And I was like, aye. And he went, um, wow. Can you get it around the wall with the wind and that? And I was like, I'm sure I can get it in. And then also I've stepped up. So did Kenny it, just walk away right away? He you went. Go? He went. That's fine. Just let me. That's amazing. Isn't it? Greg, jig Greg, up and Greg, then Ewan. put it in and ran away. I done my knee slide and he ran away and he went. Listen to your old dad. <laughs> 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 That's brilliant, man. That's, That's brilliant. superb. That's really good, man. And, the, and because Kenny had that trust in you, you must have felt ten feet tall. Oh yeah. Because you'd expect yeah. a senior player of his caliber to kind of like take control of the situation he did but he gave you the opportunity to, to take a free kick that's a brilliant wee story that 
That yeah, is it's a great story. Uh, so, James, the very best of luck to you for the season ahead, my man. Um, I know your mum would love to have been here today, but she can't be because she's training to be in the fire service. Which you really? were in. Really? Aye, aye. That's amazing, man. I was yeah. in the fire brigade for 10 years. I didn't realise you were there that long. Yep, yep. What for advice? Two, for 2019, well, actually, to the 10th of 2018. So what advice would you give to James' mum? Is she going in for the, to be a firefighter? Yeah, full time. Oh, man, just... <laughs> Thanks, Grado. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> and you can keep that advice, all right? <laughs> you can use that, all right? I'm fine with you spreading that. Uh, James, it's been a pleasure meeting you, my man. Um, and it's good to see that you're um, doing particularly well at the football. You're doing well at Partick Thistle. And, um, and what's the dream? Thistle, stop 10. <laughs> 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 and I think we'll end it there. Yeah. James Penrose, been a pleasure, my man. Cheers. Uh, before we go any further with the Football Daft podcast, who knows wins? Heard of it? You're about to, because who knows wins is a Keep home... it doing about you and your shouting. Who knows wins is the home of social betting and That's are better. changing the culture of gambling. Right. Right, which this is, this is brilliant, by the way. Mm-hmm. And this is something I think that we should do here at the Football Daft Podcast. Bookies are taken out of the equation and now you can bet on sports against your mates. That's, that's new. So all the money stays within your little group of pals. <laughs> you don't give them to the bookies. Right. How good is that? Uh, um, it's a brilliant way to rake in the cash from your friends and get it right up them whilst having a bit of banter along the way. Uh, there's no odds. There's no bookmaker. This is all about the prediction on sporting events, and more you know, the more you win. That's cool. So if you get a group of your pals, it's like boys out. we play boys out. Hi, it's, it's a, a bit, bit like that. Out, yeah, we bit like that. Yeah. So download the app uh, on the Apple Store or Google Play for more information. Visit the website, which is www.whoknowswins.com. That's a good website. Whoknowswins.com. That's a strong URL, mate. Listen to you with your, <laughs> with your technical no, terms. because I've been watching a, a, a lot of Dragon's Den and that actually appeals to them. If they're Correct. Because they, 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 Duncan Ballantyne will go, oh, you've got that URL. Uh, you want some of my money? I'll t- and I'm really getting lost at that. <laughs> the Abacetus, on the other hand, has decided. <laughs> so, yeah, it's a good URL, whoknowswins.com, which is a fantastic name. You just need to set up a league, set an entry fee, choose your matches, invite all your mates in, and all you have to do is predict the outcome of those games, and the person with the most correct predictions wins the pot of money. That is cool. So the money, the money, you keep all the right. money. So just say there's 10 of you, right? And a WhatsApp group or something. Whatever, yeah, and you invite everyone to download the app, you set up this um, group, right? I'm going to and 10 of you... Say you put in a fiver, winner takes all. Or you can set it up where you can go first, second, third, fourth, and fifth, so everybody wins some money. Uh, you can also join preset public leagues with larger pots of money, competing against players from all over the UK. That is such a brilliant idea. Can you imagine the banter around that? So get involved right now by downloading the app on Apple or Google Play by typing in Who Knows Wins. What is it, Grado? Whoknowswins.com. www. Who knows wins.com or if on the apps, who knows wins? Aye. And um, so if we were going to set up a little league, Grado, for example. Let's do it. I know, I think we will. Aye. Let's see, let's see we set up a little league here, right? Yeah, for it, John. Ahead of this, ahead of this weekend's games, cool. right? Let's set up a league here at the Football Daft Podcast. There's a good number of us here in the office, right? So let's do it on the six fixtures in the premiership this week. Right. Right? What is the amount of money that you would like to set the limit at? That we will all put in. Well, I'm going through this mortgage shit, so can we keep it till like a tenner? 
A tenner per head. Right, okay. Tenner per head, and if we get ten people to download the app, and we'll throw a tenner in, right. there's ten of us, £100 kitty. Right. Do you want winner takes all, or do you want to give out a first, second, and a third prize? Nah, winner takes all, man. Winner takes Aye, all. So it's it? Hamilton versus Celtic. Celtic win, Hamilton win. What are you thinking? Celtic win. Aberdeen St. Johnston. Draw. Hearts versus Motherwell. Draw. Kilmarnock versus Hibs. Draw. Rangers versus Livingston. Rangers. Ross County versus St. Mirren. Draw. I disagree with most of your predictions Let's there. Let's go, your turn. Hamilton, Celtic. Celtic. Aberdeen, St. Johnson. Aberdeen. Hart, Motherwell. Hearts. Kelly, Hibs. Draw. Rangers, Livingston. Rangers. Ross County, St. Mirren. Ross County. Right. So let's play Who Knows Wins. Download the app, and I would encourage you to get involved as well. It's a great way to have some fun with your pals, and all the money stays within your group of pals as well. So why not get involved and download the app, Who Knows Wins. And for more information, go to the website, whoknowswins.com. It's now time to introduce a man who's been entertaining us on our way to the games every Saturday for the last 25 years. He's an ardent Motherwell supporter, lover of a good dinner, and one half of the most petty and ill-informed football programme on the radio. Please welcome from off the ball, the legend that is Mr. Tam Cowan. How are you boys, all right? I'm I'm very good, Tam. Is this weird for you, sitting on the opposite side of the microphone where you're no longer in control, you're no longer hosting a programme, you're now the guest? Exactly, it's very weird because I always wondered what was one level down for hospital radio. (laughs) (laughs) And now I've discovered it as we're sitting in this sweat box. Uh, It's certainly one of you've got your shorts on. But uh, no, this is great. I actually enjoy this. I I would encourage you, first of all, I've heard quite a few of the podcasts already. Mm -hmm. I always like to encourage and support anything like that. And I have been enjoying them. I'll say that on record. But Mm -hmm. honestly, after 25 years of doing off the ball and all the years that we did, offside on a Monday night for nine years, 134 shows. Uh, to be on the other side of the desk is brilliant. I can't wait. I'm looking forward to this. Can I just say that Tam is one of my biggest inspirations in life? <laughs> oh, wow. Look at Tam's face. Tam's like, look at you. I'm, well, I'm, I'm dying to know what I did no, that inspired you. No, it's just... You, Are you talking about a time years ago I did a show at the Pavilion and I was encouraging <laughs> the audience to join in with songs? <laughs> Aye. Did you know swear on the stage in front of Wayne's? I said, uh, yes, I said, uh, piss. And it was only, it was a saviour because I nearly said the effort. I was asked to go on stage and the cameo, I know how they like doing that every year at the pavilion, they get yes. somebody at the media to do a wee cameo. Yeah. And it's quite clever because what we, Ian Gordon, the boss at the at the uh, pavilion, is he still talking to you? Eh? Yes, he's right, still good. talking to me. Well, what, Hopefully he still will be after this episode, so watch what we're saying to us. What he knows. <laughs> I need my panto. What he knows. Oh, Keane's a legend. For a man to almost single-handedly keep a theatre. Uh, he runs it his I know, I know, it's absolutely brilliant. But um, anyway, so uh, this particular year I had been asked to do the wee kind of cameo on stage and character alongside uh, on the stage uh, my good pals Kat Ewan's old buddy Mm -hmm. and uh, Michelle McManus Mm -hmm. and it was great they made me feel very welcome I had a wee bit of day and then he says just tell a joke and I was thinking because Stephen Purden was there your wee buddy I thought I better do a joke that relates to him so I said oh I saw Stephen uh, coming out the uh, Brayheed Shopping Centre the other week and uh, he was struggling a wee bit with his purchase you know and I say Stephen uh, do you want me to give you a hon with that flat screen telly you know and he said piss off Tom that's my Kindle <laughs> <laughs> 
Right. Now, it was an old joke, but in, in, in all honesty, the minute I said the P word and remembered, oh, you're at a panto, you're a fan of, you know what I mean? Uh, but I, I, in a way, I congratulated myself because I'd only ever told that joke with the F word. So my brain had managed to downgrade it one. Yeah, that's uh, not bad. In front of congratulated yourself. But I still wasn't pleased with myself because you boys, I was asking you about the language. Uh, rules, if there are any, what parameters you have on a, a, a format like this. Um, and the, the strange thing is, in the, in the 25 years that we have been doing off the ball, as much as we try to speak in the same sort of language as I would from sitting at the fat bar, sitting in the pub with my pals, I still am quite proud of the fact I have never uttered a single swear word in on 25 air. Ah, that's 25 unbelievable. Years. On BBC, now, never. Never. No, there's one on, there's one that get put up on YouTube, which I must admit is quite funny myself, where God almighty, you would think that I was calling the great Graham Souness the C word, mm -hmm. right? And what happened was we were having a chat about the Graham Souness he spat years ago with Aggie Moffat, yes. the legendary St. Johnston tea lady. Yeah. And there was all sorts of that, that, that whole uh, battle had grown arms and legs. It had been totally embellished. But somebody chucked into the mix, even that apparently Aggie Moffat, he winged him up, had put out green coat hangers. Yeah. The you know. And I was saying this, what, I, I kept trying to say, what a country. What a country. What a country we let right? And every time I go to half of the country word, uh, somebody butted in and I restarted the sentence. And this happened three times. So we've got soonest in the air and I'm saying instead of what a country, I've, I've cut that down to one syllable. And I, I was totally unaware of it. Some rascal, because you know what they're like in social media, immediately put it up onto YouTube. Uh, Tam Kevin calls Graham Soonest a, a C with three asterisks. And I did far from it. The guy's an absolute... I mean, there's certain guys in the world that even though it's me a Motherwell fan, you just look at certain other guys and their contribution to Scottish football and you say, wow, these guys are gods. And I must say, uh, if I can, the thing that you and for me doing this is very kindly going to donate a hefty sum to, <laughs> as previously agreed, the St Andrews Hospice in Airdrie. I do a lot of stuff for them. When we did the sportsman's dinner last year, rather than just getting a couple of guys going up and doing their half-hour speech and all that, we went big style, and uh, they asked me, are there any a couple of big names you can get who have maybe come in their Q&A? I had done a thing up in Dundee with Graham Souness. He was incredible. You could have heard the pin drop when the guy was talking. He just he just oozed class. He, 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 you know, everybody was just saying, wow, that's Graham Souness. We got him in for the, the do uh, St Andrew's Hospice at the, the Belsall Hilton. And uh, you always smile when you say the Bell Hill Hilton. It's, just, <laughs> <laughs> it's ridiculous that the Bell Hill Hilton. There is the, such the, a thing, uh, is there? The, the, the lap called Nunnery. <laughs> the, the, the Airdrie Working Man's Club. <laughs> but, but anyhow, but we, had, we did it in there with him. And wow, same again. Can I have the pin drop? Didn't he take a penny for he the didn't. gig? made his own way up, all the rest of it, chucked in uh, for a auction for an incredible sum, a golf day with him for three of the boys that were there that night. Absolute legend, and what a player. And oh, yes. I don't even yes. know if you're going to talk about Fatman's, but boy, oh boy, oh boy, at the risk of contradicting myself in just a second, how we could have done with a guy like him in the last two games. The contradictory bit being the midfield's actually all right. Yeah. But um, Can I just say that um, my father says I'm named after Graham Soonis, my ma always denied it, but my father says I'm named after him, so I'm going where I always say that I'm named after Graeme So Graeme Steveley is, is named after Graeme Sunnis? Aye. But wait, 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 year did he take out at Rangers? 90... Was it 88? No, 86? 87? He took out in 86. Aye, 86. I was born in 88, so would they have... <laughs> 
Does that make sense then? That, yeah, that if, he, if he's, if he's in charge in 86 and you were born in 88. Yeah, in eight, right, yeah. aye. Aye. What I can understand looking at similarities between the two, though, because as soon as when soon as used to hit somebody, he really hit him. He, <laughs> did, he didn't miss him by a wee bit for the cameras and get the guy to roll about when you had your wee pre-planned meeting. <laughs> hey, is this you trying to say that bad day is fake? Not at all. I used to love the wrestling. Um, so let's get back to where Tam inspired you. Going to free scoff every night. On the grub. Oh, oh is that aye. was that the inspiration? Well, mate, is that, why, so, is that so, where time inspires so, you? Well, well, do you know what? Because uh, like when I was young, you'd read the back pages. But whenever Tam had a food review, I always went there and, and read read the food review, and I would aye. always try and tell my mom fairer. Let's go to the place where Tam gave twenty five out of twenty five. <laughs> Correct me if I'm wrong. Was it where did, did you? What did you give the ship in Irvine? Did you give that twenty five out of twenty five? Or was it the Blair? The Blair get full marks. I aye, the, the, was that for the steak pie? Mainly for proper homemade steak pie. With a sausage in it, I know. Although a wee bit of sausage, which Love is a Love a steak pie with a sausage Although, again, staying in Ayrshire, all be south, 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 south Ayrshire, uh, the best uh, steak pie in that respect was at the Souter Johnny's or the Souter's Inn. Never been. Kirkoswald. Never been. Between Mabel and Turnberry aye, on the main aye. road. I have never been there. No. But the food was always... Uh, in fact, I'd only recently stopped doing it. In print, shall I say, dot, dot, dot. Got a wee TV project um, oh, to date oh, my food. You remember see. the show... What can I say? You remember two fat ladies? Uh-huh. Well, oh, I think aye. this is going to working title one fat bastard. <laughs> <laughs> right. uh, we'll see how that goes. We, uh, I mean, we haven't even touched on the football yet. Exactly. And, and, and off the ball. And I it's, know. And I want to know stuff. So do I. Um, so Who's a prick? Who's the biggest <laughs> prick you've had in the fucking studio? Who's the way you, football player you've went? I hate this guy. Uh, wasn't a football player. He was one half of Hugh and Cry. <gasps> I don't know who that is. Uh, I know exactly what he's talking about. And I think he'll be feeling pretty bad about it himself. I don't mind telling this tale. Was, oh, you don't need um, to explain this to me. You know, but a lot of my people are well, all, we had, the only man that doesn't know about this. As our, get, yeah, as our guest yeah. one day, we had uh, Pat Kane and Greg Kane. Mm. Greg's a lovely boy. No, me, a nice guy. Yeah. And I, I like Pat. And I was like, I quite liked about Pat. Anytime he'd been on our show previously, I was always able to take the pass out of him. When, when him and Cosgrove were together, it was like the boy used to present the good old days mm-hmm. with the big long words and all that, you know. And uh, all the rest of it and uh, and uh, so Pat was in Greg was in and our other guest that was booked that day was the then Scottish Tory party leader Ruth Davidson right pulls apart in terms of their politics and that of course you know so during the show it was absolutely horrible we were trying our best to get a good laugh and a carry on individually they were all great but the minute Ruth said anything Pat would Tut or roll his eyes or live or, on air, or live on air, and did a wee half turn That's against nice. us, so he's almost turning his back now, you know. And I thought, what's he up to? You know, what I mean, it was it was garbage, you know. But we got on with the show, and that was that. Laugh a joke and a carry on. We got then after the show at two o'clock, we went outside the studio for the wee group forty to put on the website and all that as well as day. Me and Stuart bookending the guests. We're sitting there and uh, stood there. And uh, just as uh, I think it was we Danielle who works on our show was about to take the picture, part very dramatically just before the lassie went click and took the photo, part walked to a shot and said, "I I can't do this." Ah. Right now, what annoyed me about that was that part and and Greg for that matter when they were being invited to come on the show they'd have been told who else was on the show yeah. even if they hadn't been told they'd have seen who else was on the show when they were in the wee green room yeah. back before we started yeah. if their politics were such that they couldn't share a space with this lady then they had plenty of time to jump in the car and go home you know yeah. but of course they had a tour 
uh, to publicise. They had a CD to publicise on a show which is in national radio and which thankfully gets a really good audience. So they weren't going to miss that opportunity. Um, so instead of just playing ball for the entire day, we get this, this horrible antics um, during the show and then, of course, after it. I felt rotten about it. I texted her and I said, Ruth, I'm really, really sorry about that today. I says, we never try to create that sort of atmosphere in the studio. Yeah. I'm a laugh a joke. We've never had any guests feeling uncomfortable, um, blah, 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 blah. And she got back and it was great. And, I, and her text back to me was along the lines of, I'm, I'm only slightly paraphrasing, I think, Tam, don't worry about it. I enjoyed the show and I've met bigger arseholes than him. <laughs> 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 Good that honor. Was I fair play, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? And mind, that's be... me apologising to the leader of the Tory party, a boy who grew up in the shadow the Ravens Craig Steelworks before they were uh, pulled down. Shut it down. But you know what? You're a decent guy. That's well. um, let's talk about off the ball. 25 years Aye. doing that show. Um, was it, was, I didn't know this, but apparently you turned up with Greg Hempel to begin with. Aye. Really? And it was Aye. Greg, you and Greg Hempel. Well, as a pilot kind of thing? No, it was for a year, the very first year. It was in the back of the 1994 World Cup. Uh, there was a guy at the BBC called Alan Depalette, who I suppose I have to thank for... Uh, my entire uh, career off the ball. But Alan Depolette was putting together a wee... It was only a wee half-hour show that was meant to come on after uh, Sports Sound, and it was meant to be... It was the era of the fanzines had really been taken up. Yeah. Every club had the, the, the print edition fanzine. It was handed out or sold outside the football ground and all the rest of it, you know. So it was that kind of way, and it was what I'd been trying to do for three, four years by that point with the Evening Times, a wee strip column, just having a laugh and a joke mm -hmm. about the football, rather than it being so serious. Uh, so he chucked together this wee show. He get Greg Hempel to present it, and the two folk, the two main folk on the other end of the desk, like we're sitting here, was me and Sanjeev Kohli. Aye. So there you go, it was Greg Hempel, Sanjeev Kohli. For the original. And, uh, right, uh, next week, Greg and Sanjeev, uh, embarking another 15-night sold-out run at the Hydro, playing to 12,500 audiences every night. And here I am with you two fuckers. <laughs> 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 what did that do, Ryan? What did that do, Ryan? No, but the, the success that they've enjoyed is absolutely brilliant. And I'm certainly no more than about anything I've done. I've, I've, had a, I've had a hoot day and all the stuff that I've done. Do you still hey, enjoy been... working with Stuart? Oh, aye. And you know why? You know why? Yo, this is why has the... that worked? I'll tell you why. It worked for the, the outset when, when so what happened was in the storyline, Greg and Sanjeev by the rain admission, they, they weren't right into the football that I was. I was certainly the only one around the, the desk in that first year that went, it went to games. I had a season ticket Cleared and up. the rest of it, right? So um, it was great. They weren't really that bothered with it. Uh, the powers that be thought, uh, we'll bring in uh, Stuart Cosgrove, big football man. He'd only recently done hugely successful book, Hamden Babylon, about Scottish football, mm -hmm. which was an absolute belter. They brought Stuart in, and admittedly, uh, which I'm always thankful to Stuart for. I think their idea, it's a term that I hate. I think they were going to do this kind of zoo radio idea. Yes, because uh, really big in the 90s. Squad and all that, right? And, that. I, and yeah. I think, well, guests coming in and out and all that. And I, I don't think I was meant to be a permanent fixture. Right. But me and Stuart did the very first show. Folk were always astonished. We only met. We'd, not, we'd never met each other uh, like an hour before we did a show together. You wow. Know? So I was kind of chucked in. And Stuart, after the show, God bless him, he said, uh, you know, I think me and Tam had a wee something there. Keep Tam in for next week. We'll see how that goes as well. And then the rest is, is history. So, and the reason that why it works, I think, Ewan, primarily, 
uh, the biggest reason is that we support wee daddy teams. We're, we're, we're no Rangers, we're no Celtic, we're Motherwell and St Johnston, and that gives us a wee bond as well. And it also gives you a bond with the fans of so many other clubs. Yeah. And sensible Rangers and Celtic fans who know that you don't really support Aye, one of them. Yeah. You'll forever be accused of that oh, in your course. life. Yeah. Who do you really support? Or, or who do you hate most? Exactly, who do you hate? What a stupid question. I know I've had my season ticket 40 years at... Uh, Motherwell now a long, long time. Motherwell's my team, born and born and bred in Motherwell, you know. So I, I, I've no qualms about does that. It, does it piss you off, Tam, that you do get accused? No, I, I treat it as a laugh. I will tell you what I like. If they if they accuse you as I've had, I, I've had one point. Ah, yeah, your blue nose bastard. Yeah, this and that, and then the other time, ah, your feet, you know, mm -hmm. that stuff. You know, if it's mixed, then great. Then I think I must be doing something right, you know. If you if you're getting it mixed all the time, the funny ones with me though, you, folk are quite clever with it. Doing through the years, there was a guy for a while who kept and he would write into us and he'd go and fuck the message boards and that, and he said that uh, I Tam has got a lot of family in Burnbank in <laughs> Hamilton, and he, he marches with the orange walk that comes from Burnbank. Now what the guy done, he, he tried to put a wee bit of fact into that to make a, to make it uh, resonate with people a wee uh -huh. bit, you know. And I did a family, my Uncle Bobby and my Auntie Agnes. Everybody's got their favourite. Auntie and uncle in the world, right? Everybody can name their favourite auntie and uncle. In your case, it might be a monda, but the it's an airshare thing. But everybody's got their favourite auntie and uncle. Mine were Uncle Bobby, Auntie Agnes, who lived in Burnbite, and I was never away for there on my bike. Now, so that guy, he might even have, he might even have known me, he might even have spotted me. So he thought, I'll add that and a wee bit of factual. Uh, detail Aye. like Burn Bank and that's so I couldn't argue with that you know but then he added in I bet he, he walks with the, the orange band and Burn Bank the one that always uh, kills uh, Stuart Cosgrove and MD ever knows me flip side of that someday uh, once claimed that uh, I was the treasurer of the Celtic supporters <laughs> bus at Glasgow University <laughs> <laughs> can you see the flaw in that <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. so uh, that was the one that tickled us no as long as you get it for both ends it's absolutely right. fine see the problem is I'm not getting Getting it from both ends. Right. And the reason I'm not getting it from both ends is because I've got friends who have a box at Rangers. Hmm. And when you get invited to a really big game, whether it be a European game or whether it be an old firm game and you're getting the hospitality, Scoff, you're getting the drink. food, the drink, you're getting the best seats, you're not going to turn down the opportunity to go and see a big game. Well, that just strikes uh, to me that you're not a real football fan because you wouldn't do all that shite going, I've never, I've never, I'm proud to say I've never worn a pair of flannels to a football match. There's something alien about that. You go there with your jeans on and you sit with your pals. I have eschewed, there's a good word, uh, all that shite. There's another good one. Uh, for years. You can imagine through the So you've never experienced it. Well, you, you just make us feel like a pair of prints. No, I don't Because he that. goes with me. No. But, but no, but I've heard that anyway, because like even though I've, I've heard stories as well, the likes of, this is totally nothing to do with really, but you know, when you go and do your food, Reviews and all that. Aye. You have chefs coming up and going on and trying to, you know, give you free drinks or Aye, give you extra you're this and this. And you're like, no, 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 no. I'm here. You to know you. the one nearest stuff freebie I got and it was great. What a classic guy I thought. When uh, Nick Nairn, brilliant chef, I had reviewed his restaurant. It was way back in the Daily Record days. He'd a fairly short-lived restaurant, unfortunately, in the, the West End of Glasgow, uh, Glasgow Woodside Crescent. We were in there. Nick Nairn came out. And he says, oh, is this a review then, Tom? You know, and I says, I, I would never like it for it. I says, aye, it is, Nick. That's that. I says, aye, everything's been grand. Thanks very much, you know. And uh, when he came out with the, with the bill, I did get the bill. He says, that there's no charge, but there's a receipt anyhow. The wee double receipt, and that was it. So I was able to get that through my ekkies, you know what I mean? And that was, I don't mean ekkies the way you know them in Ayrshire. I mean, 
expense forums, okay? But anyhow, that was the nearest. But you'd get folk trying it on. Yeah, you get folk trying it on. Uh, I heard this was only recently. I thought, wow, I almost doffed my cap to them. There was apparently, and it's uh, three three or four different restaurants. I heard this for over the past night. I hadn't heard it for a while, but it happened again recently. I don't know if it's the same couple doing it, but there was a couple who went into a restaurant in Edinburgh recently finished their meal, and as they were coming out with the bill, the couple said, the woman of the couple said, and they're in about their 70s, uh, said, oh, that was really good. We'll need to tell our Tam about that. <laughs> and the guy said, what, our Tam? He says, yeah, Tam Cowan. He <gasps> reviews the restaurants. That's her son. You're kidding right? me and on. Then the, and then the guy then wavered. He says, oh, will you tell him to come in and give us a write? Or did you really enjoy it? Yeah, yeah, we loved it. All right, on the house. And away they went. And, <laughs> a, and apparently, aye, apparently this has happened at, at least four other restaurants. And I'm dying to know if it's the same CBI. couple or somebody's <laughs> just, you know. So that's fabulous. I get the time where I was offered cash. And me and one of my pals had been sitting there having a meal. And the meal was all fine and all the rest of it. We, were, we finished it with a wee glug of red wine left. And I said, just for me to see what everyone else is like. I paid the bill and that was it done. Notepad away. That's the end of the review. We went through to the wee bar. And as we're sitting there, all of a sudden this guy appeared very flustered face and all that. He clearly just came in the door. He was clearly the owner. And I'm guessing he did a wee call for one of the members of staff who might have clocked me. Mm-hmm. Might have known who I was. Hey, by the way, I think that damn Cowan guy's in. All right, I'll barely know. He's the gaffer. No one to miss a trick. So the guy comes in, how you doing, Tom? How you? I says, oh, I'm all right, my mate. How you doing, right? Uh, what, what, what's that you're drinking there? I says, it was, uh, I said, it's a house red, mate, right? He says, oh, house red, right? And he's away, disappears, comes back one of these big story bottles of vintage red wine for the cellar kind of things, you know? So he's, 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 do you want a glass of this, boys? And I says, oh, why not? And I'm thinking, the review's done fine. If he wants to get me a drink, Aye. fine, you know? He's not he's no buying me. My notes are complete. So he gets the wine and all, you know? And he's guzzling, I could tell. He's a wee bit nervous. About he's guzzling this red wine. And then after a few, uh, a few scoops... He then, he stands up, I can see this little yesterday, and he kind of pats me in the back, slaps me in the back and says to me, the killer line, we're all businessmen, aren't we, Tam? <laughs> <laughs> and I said, I said, I'm, man, no, I'm not a businessman, mate, I'm not, no. And he said, you know, and he walks up, and this was priceless, this was great. He walked up to the gantry, we're sitting in the high stools in the wee bar, but facing into the gantry of the wee bar, if you can picture that. He goes behind the bar, and this is something I'd only seen in an all black and white film, <laughs> The picture that was up behind the bar, he slid it out the way, and there was the wall safe. No way! And he went click, 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 click. He opened it, big packs of money in it, right? And he stood there, and he kind of waved to the money like Carol Smiley and Wheel of Fortune <laughs> showing off the fridge freezer, you know what I mean? It just went like, da-da! And he's, he didn't have to say another word. He was basically saying to me, good review, help yourself. Seriously? You know? And I made my excuses. I said, and I wasn't lying about that. Because I was getting the train, I says, mate, I need to go. I've got a train to get uh, back here. The run, I need to be doing it Waverly. I'll see you later. I'll see you know. And I went away. And you know what I thought? A, I thought that was a great wee example here. You know, I'm telling the story many years later. I thought the guy was just a bag of nerves. The guy even himself maybe thought that uh, it might not have been packs of money, but the guy maybe thought that that was the done thing. Yeah, uh, yeah that's what you had to do. The guy might have thought, oh, wait a minute, he's already paid for that. If I'd have been here, I wouldn't have allowed him to pay for it, even though that's what I always right. did. Yeah. So he was just trying to do something, right? But he'd gone way, way, way overboard. <laughs> but I never mentioned a word of it in the review. Because actually, for the sake of staff who were great, yes. it's their mm. livelihoods, yes. the chef and all that, I wasn't going to tarnish it. The, but uh, I get 15 grand. <laughs> 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 oh, I'm fucking stupid. <laughs> you can now tell us. Do you know what always plays in my mind, right? What do you call him that owns Sports Division? 
Sports division. Scotland's richest man. What do you call him? Sir Tom Hunter. Oh, Sir Tom Hunter, yes. He he says to you, he says, my my wife's having her birthday and somewhere in I think it was like one of the best workplaces. He says, "Uh, is there any chance that you can come in? You know, we're going to have a dinner. We'll get like a prayer on you. Come in, do the dance and all that. Uh, You know, just hang about for five minutes and I'll put a wee bit of cash in an envelope for you. Oh. Of course, I couldn't I couldn't date because I was night shift with a fire brigade that night and nobody would work for me. Nobody would work for me. And it forever sticks in my mind. Sir Tom Hunter, billionaire. What, mate, what would he envelope? have put in that fucking envelope for me to dance like a fanny? <laughs> yeah, like a prayer in this fucking restaurant and press me through. Still raging at the past of the fire brigade that never fucking stopped the shifts with me. Mm. Uh, let's talk football. <laughs> Um, let's we, we've got to mention it because it's it's, it's a day after the night before Scotland uh, getting humped four yeah. 0 against Belgium, losing two one on Friday night to, to Russia. That's that part of the qualification process over. Stevie Clark's start as a Scotland manager hasn't got off to the best. Normally you get a wee kind of like bump, aye, that new manager aye. bump. Yep. it's not their time. No. Why? Um, we don't have the players. Simple as that. No, we do. Well, we don't. See, I disagree. With you. I think we have got well, the players. We, well, we've got you know we've got about forty decent guys in midfield, but <laughs> it seems we don't have somebody that can score a goal at the top end. And the central defence isn't that great as well. No. You know, uh, I mean, the whole defence last night wasn't that great, but they were up against smashing players. As I said, ever since. This wasn't in the back of the Russia game or in the back of the game last night. Since the 3 0 uh, pumping by Kazakhstan, I said Steve Clark should now, when he get brought in, he should be he should use the remaining games to fashion a team for the playoff. Because that's our only chance. So what he should do now, it's all friendlies effectively now. Yeah. But with a serious edge to them. In March. Because he's got to yet say, right, what is my best team? Let's fart about. For this next game, I'll try Lee Griffiths here and I'll put James Forrest out there. For the next game, let's just try. I wonder if McBurney would work there with maybe Ryan Christie just sitting up. No. Whatever ideas that man's got. Because he, he deserves to get there. He deserves to be in the position he's in. Every man in their dug was wanting him as a Scotland manager. And it's I find it quite alarming, a wee bit cheeky, that the amount of people that are now to pick Coles and his squad selection, his tactics, and everything. He's, he's, he's bought the right, he's earned the right to do whatever he wants. However, for folk that say, well, it was at Kilmarnock that he did all the, the, the decent stuff, I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be beyond uh, ripping up the turf at Hamden, putting in a shite plastic <laughs> mask. Just, just in case that's the thing that's holding them back. You, know, you, you never know, you know. Uh, but no, I would do you, do you, well, Here's, here's the thing, though, Tam, and it, this is what pisses me off and really annoyed me last night. And I went on a bit of a Twitter rampage last right. night. Um, I was critical of the tactics. I was critical of um, the way that uh, Stevie Clark went about the matches against Russia and against Belgium. But I don't agree with you when you say we don't have the players. I did a comparison last night of the Northern Ireland players and the Scotland players, the Welsh players and the Scotland players, and the Republic of Ireland players and the Scotland players. And you know what? Very few players from those squads would get into that Scotland team because our players are playing at a really decent level in the Premiership in England, England right. at Celtic in Scotland, and with the best clubs well, in the well, Championship. Maybe, maybe the only so way the, to discover. It's, 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 so clearly it's a... Whatever, however the team's been set up. Right. And do they want to be there? 
Well, you know what? See's an experiment. See for every it says how many. If you're a fiver for every time somebody says, "Oh, but uh, 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 you know Pep Guardiola couldn't make a difference with these players." No, it'd be great if we were able to actually ever try that, right? And Pep Guardiola just for you no know, one of these days at work you swap jobs. <laughs> Aye, <laughs> job swap. Aye, if, if Pep Guardiola did that with Stevie Clark, right? Let's say for the next game, because I think you would find that we wouldn't actually be that much right. different. We wouldn't be better. Stevie Clark was clearly the man that everybody wanted. I think we need to make sure this time at the the SFA don't just like punt them or bow to public pressure or anything like that if we don't uh, get get in via the playoffs because I think he we need to look for him to be there long term that's our only chance so let's just kind of keep so, so, what, so, no, that's so what you're saying right now right so yeah. these next four games in the qualifiers yep. Treat these as friendlies. Treat these when as lose friendlies. or draw, let's just back the manager. Yeah. Right. We get to the playoffs, yep. and even if we don't make the Euros through the playoffs, yep. which is through the back door against Bulgaria and possibly Serbia in the final, he should continue Scotland manager. Absolutely. Absolutely. Keep, and I'll tell you what, we we, we treat these. Well, as I'd friendlies. say, and I'm sorry if he does not get us the Euros through the back door with a semi-final at Hamden right. against Bulgaria and or Finland and beat Serbia. You're right. He needs to go. Right. And who right. are you putting in? Clegg Levine. Who are you putting in? I'm, right. Let's move on. For hold on. Hold on. Do you something? It's like he just says this to just get a reaction. No, it's not. It's true. That's just my opinion as a Scotland fan. Mm. Tam Cameron, let's but talk. You never gave us a name, though. Go on, Still give us never gave us a name. No, I'm not just even for thought fun. Right, well, here, just for fun, just for fun, next Scotland manager, who do you want it to be? Before Stevie Clark got I want David Moyes to get it. Right, okay. That's what I wanted to get for, before Clark got it. I wasn't sure about Clark. Right, let's talk Motherwell. Can you get relegated in these <laughs> groups? <laughs> <laughs> Um, I, uh, let's let's talk Motherwell because yes. you, you, as you said already you're a season ticket holder you've been going to Motherwell for 40 years so you don't go to hospitality? no <laughs> you're, sorry you're doubting you. that aren't well, you? Well, well I'll tell you the first main reason see what anybody ever says is they may have done well, doing years Tom. whether it was with the papers the radio <laughs> the telly or whatever it may have been who it gives you the right to say Aye, right? Well. see but the facts coming from within the football fraternity my stock answer is nothing other than I'm a cash paying fan I, mean, I always pay I've got my season ticket when I watch Muddle at home that I buy every year and when I go to the Muddle away games which sadly for me now need to be the kind of midweek games or the rearranged game because of the radio and the clear geographical issues uh, between getting for the BBC to an away game but Motherwell thankfully, uh, thankfully for me is nice and handy I don't need to miss a game leave 10 minutes early at the end beat the traffic blah 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 but for him that says I would give you the right I just say the the only reason I think I can ever open my mouth on the subject of Scottish football is because I invest in it I've been propping it up me and all the other half wits for in my case, forty years. That's but, it. But so you know what? You, you, I don't but, but, like the hospitality but, ticket. But, but Tam, do you know what? And this, I don't think you need to justify it. No, Every, you, football's about opinions, right? Aye. You don't have to justify why you speak about football. I mean, I go in the pub and I talk football with my pals. It's funny, do you know what? See how see how when I listen to when I'm driving down the road when I'm because I wrestle most weekends. See when I hear your voice, your sort yeah. of voice, it gives me a feeling of what's that word? Warmth, in? nostalgia. Right, nostalgia. My grand, yes, because my I used to sit, I used to sit my grandsons, used to stay at my grandsons Friday, Saturday, Sunday. My dad would pick me up from my grandsons at ten to one, fake a winning. I'd get in the motor and hear your voice. So See? every time that makes I me hear feel you, ancient. What age I, are you? Thirty-one. 
right well, as I say I'm 50 so aye, that makes sense but do you know that way like there's a feeling of nostalgia and aye. I think about my granddad's deed I think about my dad my dad's still alive and do you know what I mean it's like a nice wee feeling when I hear your voice it reminds me of being a wee boy being Takes eight, you back to nine going to the game yeah. being excited and I think I'm not be the only one that's like that I'm sure I'm not be the only one there's, there's folk my age that will have listened to you early years and got a nice well, wee feeling when you hear here. your voice. See, <laughs> you, you, what you're saying is you've grown up with Tam yeah. and he means a lot mm-hmm. to you. Aye, but he still can't fucking rat the piss because no. I fucking grapple with men and we're underwear. My, my granny's in her last legs, my dear old well, granny. I was up to visit her the other night, Wishy General Hospital, and oh, she's she's in the road to it, but oh, when I, oh, no. there stood at the bottom of her bed with a big countdown cloak, Jim White. <laughs> 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 I thought, get a break, you. You know, you insensitive bastard. They do like a countdown no, cloak, they don't, don't they? No, What was he thinking about with that? The you buddy imagine. one. I, know, I don't get this. But buddy, buddy I don't was get this. about he's to just, go He's just explaining the gag to you now, right? Yeah, I don't yeah. get it. He get pelters for when Buddy were basically in the oh, road no, out. No, road out. A countdown that. cloak as if it was a wee he's, good laugh and a carry-on. Imagine the Buddy fans watching mm. that. Oh, terrible. He's, he, in, in the wrestling terms, he has became a big... He's went from being a big baby face to a heel, a villain. Jim White is becoming one of these Katie Hopkins, Chris Sutton... You and Cameron type cunts where they just try to, What? Where, do you know what I mean? Where they try to they, they try to say wait, stuff now. They shake it, I get a reaction. Aye. He's one of these people. I can have bracket Jim White and Aye. that kind of squad of folk. I would agree. Yep. Uh, when I went on off the ball with you, all I could speak about, I know you're talking to go, all I could talk about was macaroni and cheese. Do you yes. remember that episode? Aye. Because um, as a guy that goes to America every year, there's a mac and cheese crazy. Aye. The best place for it, the new That's incidentally, the whole separate mac and cheese menu, an entire mac and cheese menu, is a restaurant called Little Soho on uh, Crow Road at Jordan Hill. Just really? at the Jordan Hill Railway Bridge, because there's a petrol station at a pub called the, the Three Crows. Do you know mm-hmm. where I'm? Aye, I know, and yeah. un- right underneath the bridge, a restaurant called Little Soho. They've got their sister restaurant in Miller Street in the town, and they have got a separate mac and cheese menu. menu have you heard that? Where it? they put all different, you can all sort of concoctions, and here you go, you get your really slivering, <laughs> you can make your own. I don't mean get into the kitchen, day, but <laughs> you've got out of all the ingredients now, you can say, right, what do you fancy? Oh, I might be fancy. Throw everyone into it. Chili chicken, so and bacon, you had? mac and cheese and all what that. Have you had? Well, actually, that, just that very one I mentioned, chili chicken and bacon uh, right. was excellent. I don't like chicken in the macaroni for some reason. I'll take your salami, I'll take your chorizo. Um, but I'm not, I'm not I don't can, like chicken can, can, Why do you always Every single week With every single guest Do you bring up macaroni That's my passion Wrestling Rangers Macaroni Brilliant Tam Cowan It has been an absolute pleasure Did you enjoy that my man Did you enjoy yes. it but Aye And I like sitting with a Rangers fan as well Because you get when you get flack about things like that I'd get asked today See that's the thing I was saying earlier About oh, Celtic Rangers Rangers Celtic uh, uh, you know, I, 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 w- I wouldn't have carved out a career without Celtic and Rangers. And well, folks that. say, "Who do you hate the most?" I don't hate any. And folk, you know, because it's uh, all the jokes that have come around with stuff that's happened at Celtic. All the jokes that have come out with stuff that's happened at Rangers. The results, their players, their front page stories, all the rest of it. You know, and even when Rangers had all their troubles and all that, I, 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 I remember helping out at a 
do it. And it takes you back. Well, you mentioned macaroni uh, about 10 times there. It made me think of Italian food. And this wee story that happened when a guy, uh, you know, a, 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 a guy couldn't take a joke at a Rangers do I was then when I stood up in front of all Rangers fans. It was a fundraiser for them as well. I was there. Didn't take a penny out of them. I was there to help. I think football fans should all stick together. That's that's my motto. That's good, and that. uh, when I did the one gag, though, and it was just after all the Rangers troubles, I said, right, we're going to have a great night here tonight, boys. Uh, we laugh a joke, I care. I'm going to start with a lovely wee three-course meal. And you'll be delighted to know we're starting with the official Rangers soup. Administrone. <laughs> <laughs> Seems a gag. And it was dead topical. Yes. And it was only one guy. And, and you know what? See if it's only ever one guy in an audience, whether it's a radio, whether it's one guy that's reading you in a paper, whether it's one guy at an event, fine. But see if the large majority of folk can take a joke. That's what it's all about. Exactly, know? man. Don't it's take a seriously. Because on that note, don't take fuck seriously. No, the, 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 the biggest issue for me now with these remaining games. No, you've no, you mentioned it. You and Stevie Clark and all the rest. Of it. Leave the football aside. And what they've really got today, and what's a hugely important way the remaining games, they've got to readdress the pricing of oh, these God. games. Oh, absolutely, yeah. We're, absolutely. I, think, I think you're scheduled the home game against Kazakhstan, unless I'm mistaken. It's certainly a midweek, but it, it might midweek. even be a Monday. It's Monday night. How are they going to now get a crowd along to that? Here's the chance to get the kids in free, and I don't mean if you're accompanied by an adult and no. you pay a pound. I mean open the gates to wings. Let them take all the seats. Have then folk with the clipboards now way out. Did you enjoy your experience? Oh, that was great, that was great. And then bombard these wings. They've all got emails now, they've mm -hmm. all got mobile phones, and try to get them to get tickets for them to be the next generation. That's a great idea. Great idea. That is a great idea, and they should do that, honestly. And we should end it with that. That, is, that is a really, really, really good thing with what? <laughs> no, we should end it with that. What a way to summer. That's a really good thing, mate. <laughs> Tom. It's been a pleasure. Oh. Good, good luck with it. Oh, good luck with it. Yeah. Aye, did, you, did you enjoy it, boy? You oh, see that? Great. I always like sitting having a blather. Aye. Aye. Tam, love you. Right, all Aye, the best. Cheers, Tam. It's now time for the competition with Beer 52 and our match of the week. Congratulations to Rangers supporter Big Mo, who correctly guessed a 4 0 result in the Scotland v Belgium game. What did so I say? In a case of beer. You said 4 0. Did I win again? Aye, you said 4 0. You said 4 0. But you don't, get, you don't get a case of I beer. I get fuck all. <laughs> Uh, this weekend there's a full card of fixtures on uh, Saturday and our Beer 52 match of the week is Hearts versus Motherwell. So to win this week, all you have to do is guess the correct score. Everyone who gets the right score will go into the draw to win the beer. You can enter by commenting on the link on the Football Daft Facebook page or you can tweet your score at Football Daft with the hashtag free beer. Winners must be over 18 and stay in the UK. So there's your chance to win a case of beer with Beer 52. Just predict the result for Hearts versus Motherwell on Facebook and also on Twitter. Gradle, you're pretty good at this. What's your prediction, mate? Nothing each. Hearts Motherwell, nothing each. Are you serious? Aye. You're sticking with that result? Nothing each. Okay. Um, you can't win the beer, though, if you get it right, unfortunately. <laughs> and you can get free beer from Beer52 as well. Isn't that right, Grail? Tell us all about it. All you need to do is go to www.beer52.com slash daft, and we can sort out eight beers if you just cover the full 95 for the postage. And as an added bonus for the football daft listeners, you get two extra free beers. Now you're talking, that's total of ten free beers. Your books will be sent next day delivery and will contain beer from all over Europe. I've just tanned all of my beers. They were brilliant. 
point. The mango one was quite good. It was mango milkshake. It was a beer. You'd think it'd be rotten, but actually it was quite tidy. It's a monthly subscription service for beer. Beer52. Don't hold you to ransom so you can leave at any time. Uh, so just go to beer52.com slash daft to get your first case of 10 beers for free. That's www.beer52.com slash daft. That's it for the Football Daft Podcast. Our thanks to our guest, Tam Cowan. Off the balls, Tam Cowan was sensational. To Ian Emerson from the famous Tartan Army magazine, who's just as depressed as the rest of us after Scott's performance over the last few days. And also, big thank you to the young lad from Partick Thistle, uh, the fullback that is James Penrice. Unfortunately, his mum couldn't be here. <laughs> Much to Grado's... Um, um, up, he was upset and disappointed that James's mum couldn't be here this week. So do you, it's your pal. Yeah, but I've, I've, I've known her for I years. <laughs> uh, so thanks Aye. for coming in. And, and anyway, so what I want to get to the point is before we leave, we want to hear your reviews, troops. If you go, if you listen to Apple Podcast, Apple Podcast, review uh, it, review it, please review it. We've had a number of great reviews on there. Have you got any and, reviews? Uh, I've got some reviews here. We've got one here from Angry Sparrow, who's given us five stars. He says, "Love it." Have tuned in since episode one and absolutely love it. Used to love the football phone in, but it's Gredo's part of the mixer. Oh, cheers, mate, Tidy. Great stories from the guests. Never miss an episode. We've then also got a we've got a one star rating from <clears throat> a guy called No Whelan, and his review is: This is one of the worst things that humanity has ever done. <laughs> is that all he says? <laughs> no, right, no Whelan. <laughs> You're getting our fucking rolling slice, you. Um, <laughs> no, but we do honestly. We want do, your reviews. We, we do want your reviews. If you do enjoy it, please leave a nice wee Good, comment. Good, bad, or indifferent. We Good, bad, don't care. I, honestly, do you know what? As I say, this has been 16 episodes, and I was a bit wary about coming on a football podcast because as a entertainer or whatever as such as you say. Do you know what I mean, wrestler? Right, yeah. Putting yourself in the limelight, talking about Fitbit Man. Yeah. It was a bit of stress. Yeah. But do you know what? I've had absolutely amazing feedback for Rangers fans, Celtic fans. The banter's great. The banter's great, man. Keep it up, man. This yeah. is what it's all about. Fitbit, rivalry, there's nothing wrong with it. See if we keep it banter like this, man. Man, I'm having a brilliant time and I'm getting, I mean, I've never been so, I've never been so busy on Twitter talking to fans back and forward. It's great to get a, to get a wee... What do you want to say to Noel Whelan? Get it fucking right up, you. <laughs> uh, Gradle, guess what? You've been daft. You've been football. It's yourself. Remember that. See you then next week. This is Four Network.